You know how we've been talking about corn? Mm-hmm. But do you know where corn is born? Please tell me. Well, it's not seen on TV, but you could find it at Omega Mart. <laughs> Isn't there like the drill corn? Yeah, it's where corn is born. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, that drill seems like the ideal way, like the corn delivery system for Chelsea. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> the thing is, the handle is the corn. The handle is the corn? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Wait, show me the picture. Okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. But you can, that way you can corn while you, while you craft. Yes. I, I, the ideal way to eat corn for Chelsea. Yes. I turned it around. You did it. Hey, you're listening to Attractioneers. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We're back. We uh, we had a little holiday break. Um, and we uh, today we're talking about Omega Mart, uh, one of Meow Wolf's um, art installations, uh, permanent art, art installations that's kind of like like half of a theme park, like a big giant attraction theme, themed entertainment. You know, it falls under the attraction years category, um, but it's like it's not exactly what you'd call like a dark ride or um, I guess a walkthrough attraction is what you call it. It's an immersive experience because also if you just say Omega Mart Meow Wolf, who doesn't know what that is? It's oh, yeah, a lot of people. Just yeah. a, that's just a bunch of words put together. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's it is really fascinating to me that like, you know, obviously there's they're not without their problems. We we we've we've talked about when we were doing research, like about some of their some of the workplace issues and stuff like that, but it, it, it is still impressive that this like small artist collective turned into like a several locations, like essentially like small scale theme park company. Yeah. Which it's, um, it kind of, I wanted to bring this up early cause you know, I, I've, I've talked about how like one of our angles for this podcast is like, we love theme parks, but also maybe they shouldn't exist because of how expensive they are and like how much like, money is taken from people who need it to make theme parks, you know, like not, not literally, not directly, but like, you know, money that could go to better things are going into these giant entertainment things that we love. That's also a really cool collaborative art form. And Meow Wolf's installations kind of like poke a very welcome hole in that theory of mine. Like it, that it's like, okay, this is like, this was started by an art collective they put together this idea and it was made by a bunch of like artists working together without it being like, I'm sure there's investor money involved, but it's not like the insane, like high level of, in, uh, of money that it takes to make like ride of the resistance or something. Right. I mean, if we go into it, their first investor was George R.R. R. Martin yes. for House of Eternal, <laughs> yeah, which again, but, another jumbly of words. Um, but it wasn't a board of investors. It was like a, they literally approached someone who they thought was cool and be like, hey, do you want to buy a bowling alley for us? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it's not in general, like Omega Mart itself pokes fun at capitalism. Yeah, yeah. So it is it's, kind of fun to see like what what else could we do to make fun of capitalism and products and also it's a space where you also it, it's a ticketed ticketed event yeah yeah <laughs> it, it, it's kind of hard to talk about this without like kind of falling apart but it, it, it is it is just neat the fact that like someplace other than disney or universal made this high level theme park uh or this high level um themed attraction yeah 
um, for likely a fraction of the budget that uh, uh, a, an attraction at Disney or Universal is made for. You don't think in the millions? Um, maybe not a fraction, but like, like not like, again, it's not this giant money coming from a giant corporation. Right. Giant money. Giant. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I that's, know. That's exactly money. $12 million. Giant money. I'm just I'm imagining like 12, $1 million stacked together. In the shape of a person. <laughs> is that giant or is that normal human size? It's pretty big. I like this Burning Man concept. <laughs> it's just money? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, we did uh, Omega Mart in Las Vegas. We at, did it. We did it. Yeah, we went there. We went there. Uh, it's at Area 15, which is like a collection of different like um, kind of... You could probably spend a day there if you really wanted to. Yeah, it's a bunch of other like things that you a lot of like you would probably go too. to um but all separate like you know there's a lot of activities like axe throwing there's a barcade there's stores there's an indoor zip line there's a bar there's several bars there's the like, indoor zip line went above the line for omega mart and scared the shit out of me the indoor zip line made me remember that i have a fear of uh heights because of the fact that you're kind of just sitting there yeah and then just going in a circle um see so there's Several restaurants. There's a rocket fizz there. If anyone, I think knows. like one of the last rocket fizzes. To no, be honest. there's like I've, I've a lot to, of them closed though. But I re- <laughs> well in twenty in twenty twenty three, little old Chelsea went to two rocket fizzes at two different locations. Where's the other one? I went to the one in Irvine Spectrum. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else was there? There was just like a lot of it's. It's basically like an activities mall, and then like. Outside, there was a lot more other stuff. Um, there was that bar that goes into the sky. Another no fear of old Chelsea is the parachute bar. Yeah, and then you know, just more activities. It's like the it's like a it's like a little adult hangout place. Yeah, yeah, it, it kids enjoy it too. Yeah, it's a very cool collective of things. Like it, it collectively kind of forms the amount of things you do in a day at a theme park, more or less. You know. Yeah. Um, so like if you are going to Vegas and you want to dedicate a day to like non like casino related stuff, I yeah. highly recommend it. It's um, like Area 15. Take, taking you back into a time where you had to pay for each attraction separately. Yeah. But it's like one of those. You still get you know, like the bang for your buck. Yeah, yeah. And also it does have a lot of like packages where you can add on activities. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, that's basically area 15. Yeah. It's very um, close to the strip. And Omega Mart, uh, Omega Mart is Meow Wolf's uh, second location, right? Second permanent installation. Mm-mm-mm. It was their first like idea on paper, kind of, or their first like big kind of uh, idea. I think so. Because yeah, it's, it, the, or it's also the first one that's like fully like themed under one thing. Yeah, it's the second one because Omega Mart came out in 2020. So they yeah. have like four, yeah. like four immersive uh immersive experiences and it's a uh, house of eternal return that's the first one santa fe new mexico in 2016 and then convergence station which is denver colorado in 2021 oh wait sorry i was sneaking up omega mart before denver colorado yeah because that opened 2020 and then the uh, uh the newest one is the real unreal which is in grapevine texas and that opened in 2022 yeah there's also um one of the dark rides uh in denver like at like a like a local theme park was uh used to be like a ghost blasters ride oh. which i think is just like a sally dark ride okay is a prequel 
to um, Convergence Station. Okay. Because it's kinda, also in Denver. That's really um, cool. And it's like a dark ride that's decorated to kind of their signature style. That's cool. Um, or it's like the, I think it's still like a laser shooty ride though. Oh. I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So uh, like, but the first one, even though like, um, uh, it's called, uh, sorry, it's called Kaleidoscape is the ride. Is the okay. dark ride they did. Um, so House of, the Return, uh, of Eternal Return does have like some like theming and connection between exhibits but i believe it is like the least connected of of it all because it's it's more just like rooms with artists exhibits in it that all okay. connect in cool fun ways like in interactive ways like you go down a slide to get to one but like i don't think it's as heavily themed as the later ones or as ambitious like putting in a, like a tiny little storyline that you could opt out of learning about yeah i think so okay um but don't quote me on that we're talking about omega mart yes uh, we should we should just kind of uh what's it called focus on yeah omega mart. but that's more into like who meow wolf is yeah right um it's just they're an artist collection. collective yeah yeah um artists oh they have a um they have like a like a little like documentary documentary yeah, yeah. that's available on amazon it is it was available at the store and they i was gonna yeah. buy it but <laughs> i didn't so um, yeah yeah so uh omega mart was like their first kind of t uh like attempt at this kind of like type of um art exhibit yeah more or less because they first did it in 2009 as a DIY pop-up. They described it as a little more than cinder block shelves with bottles of colored water. Uh, I have a few pictures of that somewhere. Hold on. Um, there's, uh, let's see. There's, the, yeah, here's the 2009 one where it's just kind of like, it literally is just like a couple of shelves. And it's, it's, it's not very like well done when it comes to like a fake grocery store. So you're not as like immersed in it. Um, but it is literally like bottles of colored water. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, um, it, I mean, it still has its like charm and, you know, still showing off the products with the interesting names. Yeah. Um, and then they they tried it again in uh, what was it? Uh, 2012. Yeah. But also, if you look at the 2009 sign, uh, they already had the Dramcorp story like written down for this. That makes sense. Um. We'll get into that later. Also, there's a cashier spelled with a K. So, Yay. you know, it's wacky. Yeah. Uh, and there's the cinder block shelves, as we were talking about. Yeah. So th this this picture is a little bit more kind of like a bodega. But it's again, it's kind of like it's hard to see the image they're going for with this kind of budget. Yeah. Um. And then let's see. Uh. In 2000, uh, in 2012, they tried it again and they had a few more things like this looks a little bit more legit, like products that they had you know apples was very alive back then yeah and this looks like again more bodega like but still like an actual or a convenience store like but still actually like they're getting there with this this is actually like an old store they re, re they repurposed you know so it actually feels like it could be this thing i feel i believe the second one was so so well done in that time and then so brand market by like giving kids like flyers to hand out to people that <laughs> like people actually thought it was a grocery store, yeah. which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. It said uh, the grand opening. Uh, let's see. Uh, people were showing up, they walked in the store and they were just like, um, <laughs> yeah, 
which, you know, I, I, I love it too, because there are stores that look like that from the outside, yeah. you know? So like it almost sold it too hard. Yeah. Also, uh, just to mention like, um, this, this is it. This is an audio medium. Shot is just showing me an article on them. I'll try to post some of these now that we have a place guy. Um, but yeah. But yeah, so uh, then the third time is the charm, as they they say in this uh, the, in their own history article, mm-hmm. um, where they have uh, like the full um, Omega Mart open in uh, Las Vegas in 2021. It had some COVID delays, but um, it's a it's a fake supermarket. Yes, um, that's kind of got like wacky. Like like to sum it up, pretty simply, it's got it's a fake supermarket. Got a bunch of wacky products on the shelves. And then when you open, um, when you go through like kind of hidden or weird entryways to the back area, you end up going to like this crazy like kaleidoscope looking um, world uh, or um, I because I, mean, I don't want to deal with the story too much yet. But it's like you, there, there's a back there's a back area that nobody really sees in in a lot of these. Like, oh yeah, uh, I mean I, the, yeah, you're you're doing a fine job describing it. Yes. So there's a storefront, and then once you explore further, you get into like technically what would be the main attraction of going inside. And yeah, I would say that you're right that a lot of like maybe a lot of the TikToks that you see or a lot of the Instagram reels that you see are only describing the market. Yeah. And maybe that is. That is part of the charm of not being able to see what's really inside of yeah. Omega Mart. Um, I mean, like, what I what I was gonna say was like, do you want to go into the history? I mean, I had a few things of history of this attract with you and I with this attraction that I just wanted to ask. Yeah, go for it. So, like, before we went there, did you have any idea what was happening? beforehand um i had a small idea like i had seen pictures of the like what's called the forked earth kind of area um in the back but i kind of just thought it was like a room with projections i didn't really know it was like i didn't know how you get there how you enter like through areas to get there i just knew there were some extra like aspects to it that i didn't know about this but like i knew that like there are weird products on the shelf um they worked with the obvious plant guy to make some cool fake products um or they might have just sold his products in store um and uh it was like this kind of kooky uh supermarket yeah that's like crazy you know like like that was the most i had seen of like that's what made me want to go to like meow wolf installations was seeing this and like oh shoot this is cool okay it's so freaky like like i think the first video i saw was the dairy aisle that like just smears across sideways yeah Yeah. i get that's funny because my second question was what made you want to go into this Uh, i mean it's it's the same reason why i love like like theme parks and dark rides and stuff because it's just like i love when you can create a facade that is like life-sized and like really immerses you and convinces you you're in another place even though like all logic centers of your brain are saying this is all fake and this is all like crafted when it's so well done that you don't care Uh you know you don't listen to that part of your brain and just be like okay this is cool i'm in this really weird alternative dimension supermarket and hey what's this door go to you know like (laughs) you were like this is fine with me and just like i don't know just like physically crafted things that contributed that 
versus like, oh, it's all a bunch of screens that make you feel like you're in space or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. Like there's so much like physicality to this location and, and you see all that in the photos that I'm like, OK, I really want to go see this. Um, and then I looked up other Meow Wolf stuff. I'm just like, why can't we go to all of them? <laughs> we can. They're expensive. Okay. <laughs> so do we start with like a walkthrough of everything or like the story? What, what What's the best way to approach this? Um, I think a walkthrough, but it's hard because I would say that like, bef- like before getting into it, I would say that we should probably, I don't know, do a little bit of a like a like a spoiler alert because I yeah, feel like spoiler alert for sure. Like I, you should experience this yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you should go out and see yourself. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's like I I, I think there's obviously re- re- repeated like motifs and stylings between each meow wolf. So it's like not to say that if you've seen one, you've seen them all. But you kind of know what you're in for. So if you've seen one meow wolf installation. Maybe you're not going to be so spoiled at how this all operates, right? But it's like, um, you know, I, I do highly recommend going to do this first. Yeah. Um, it, it is it is worth the trip to Vegas alone for sure. Yeah. Uh, like the whole area fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so spoiler alert once again. Yeah. If you don't want to know what's in there, if you want to just go on thinking it's a, it's a regular grocery store, then just just turn this off. Yeah. Turns off right now. Just go away. Go go away. <laughs> um, so you enter the outside is kind of covered. Like it doesn't it doesn't necessarily look like a supermarket from the outside. It's like covered in ads and it kind of has the big omega opening. Uh, it looks like a supermarket. No, 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 it does, but like it, it, it they are doing some extra work to cover up what it looks like through a window. Yeah, but the the windows have just the, the ads like a supermarket. Yeah, that's would, what I'm saying. But though. Like, like over oversized oversized and like you know just a lot yeah um but yeah you get tastes of what the ads are like in there and stuff yeah um so you enter and it just more or less really looks like a regular supermarket like the base of this is like there are regular supermarket shelves there are regular supermarket tiles fluorescent lights and checkout stations right yeah uh and then you walk through uh you walk through the aisles and you're like okay there's some funky stuff going on around here. You look at the products a little closer and all the products are designed really well. Yeah. They all look like an actual thing. And then the second you read what the text actually says, you're like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> that's not soup. That's sop. That is sop. Yeah. Or the apples, they have faces. Yeah. Or there's a daikon man and he just, there's just a bin of them. Yeah. Or, or the, there's an infinity melon. The one that got me was the one that looks like the chips we buy from Ralph's. Which ones? The tortilla chips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a bag of tortilla chips that was like a pillow, perhaps. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I thought I thought that was a pretty good way to like, you know, mask up. Like, it's not real. Yeah. Even Doritos was the made a, made a, made a appearance in the aisles, too. But like yeah. fake Doritos. Yeah, like, so it's doing a really good job of like kind of lowering your guard and telling you it like, 
in several ways. One that like, oh, this is like a normal supermarket, but with funny products. Right. And that's kind of yeah. like, oh, I guess that's that's the extent of the art installation. That is it's like, oh, they just made a funny supermarket with like, yeah, weird corporate propaganda that's like fake and like kind of satire. Yeah. And so you're like, OK, that's the extent of it. And then it gets weirder. Yeah. And I like that. I like that it starts you off like at a base level of weirdness so that you're ready for like all of the weird shit that comes after it. That's true. I mean, I mean, on the scale of weird, though, that it is pretty weird in there compared to like where you're going. But they do do a good job of like when you enter like you, the the view you have through the big Omega sign. Yeah. Is very like 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 first glance looks like a yeah exactly yeah and then once you go to the left the products get weirder and once you go to the right the products get weirder yeah yeah you you make a good point i mean that 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 is what it is right like you're going in the front you see a lacroix it kind of looks like lacroix but it's not yeah you see uh campbell's sop but then it's (laughs) you're like wait a minute yeah, but, um, I I was gonna say too. Um, we should talk about the interactive experience, but finish what you were gonna say. Yeah, um, I was just gonna say like part of the part of the fun of the grocery store is that you could buy most of the things there. Yes, like they're all technically it functions as a giant gift shop. Yeah, and you know maybe it's not like real goat pus, but if it is a drink you could purchase bog water. You could um, get bog water. Yeah, I think that's what I liked about it was like you could get any type of product um, in any type of form. Does that make sense? Like, um, like if you wanted a pillow that looks like a bag of chips, you can get that. But if you wanted a real bag of chips that has a funky label on the outside and maybe some cool chips you haven't had before. You can get that or you could get like, hey, this is some good classic orange soda, but it's called sun drool. You oh, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, so I, I liked that aspect of it. It's like if you wanted an actual thing to eat or drink, you could get an actual thing to eat or drink with a cool, funny label and bo- or box that you could keep later. Yes. If you wanted a plushie, you could get a plushie. There was handbags. Yeah, that was um, funny. <laughs> uh, and then like, what was there? There was like the organs pillows or plushies or whatever. Oh yeah, and tattoo the, chicken. The inside out donut that was a little little guy. Yeah, yeah. Like so there was there was lots of variety to what you could actually buy and what it was like pretending to be. I will say it is funny that um for this experience you're starting at the gift shop. It is weird. You get overwhelmed. I'll 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 argue that. Yes, because we had to we went in and we were like, oh, we have to buy these things. And we're like, wait, we're going to have to hold all these Yeah, things. yeah. So so we ended up doing the rest of it and then deciding what we wanted to buy later. But it it is a, it's a good mislead, I think, because it's kind of I think that's kind of part of the shtick. Yeah. It's kind of it's about consumerism in yeah. a lot of ways. So no, it's it makes like, total sense to, ju- to just have it all out first and want you to make you want to buy everything. And then you have to analyze like, oh, this is kind of about this. Yeah. <laughs> and then again, <laughs> Not to like dig on like a normal tourism thingy, but like, you know, most people are going there to like take a photo, uh-huh. right? So like, I feel like that also, <laughs> it turns itself on that because it's like, what if you bought all the products and you didn't explore anything? I was going to say, do you think there are people yes. who see videos later and yeah. were like, wait, what? Yes. There was more than just the store? Yes. I feel like it. Yeah, I feel like tourists. And then they pay like $70. Like, that wasn't worth $70. Like, by, by the times of like going to Vegas, like maybe a couple of times and just start pre-gaming already. Oh, uh, if you didn't know, pre-gaming is when you just get drunk for an activity. <laughs> um, 
and just going into a like a place like that makes when you down bottles of Zog. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, there's probably a lot of people who didn't know that there was extended things going on. Yeah. I will say this too. And I mean, again, we're starting at the top. We're still in the market. So in the market, you can also get what Sean was talking about, like a little boop card to take you through more of the experience. Yeah, it's a $3 extra, right? Yeah, it's an additional $3. They do recommend that you just share it amongst like, yeah. your Yeah, which at the very least, they group. were like cool about that. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. We had a mixed experience with the um, with this where they kind of told us it was secondary, that it yeah. was like a DLC kind of storyline when it's like, no, it's kind of the key. Like, it you don't get as much. sense to get the card. You only get a visual experience. But... I will say that, like, we went on a day that wasn't too crazy busy, right? It got busier as we were there. But. Yes, but I've had other people tell me that it took, it was like the longest line just to get to a computer terminal. Yeah. So, so I kind of get it if you, you skip over it and just enjoy it as its own art installation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyways, that was most of the Mart that we had talked about. Um, again, is it spoilery to talk about every single entry port you could do? No, I'll just say that there are, you know, the one that you see a lot of videos of, I think is a good one to talk about. Yeah. Um, you open up the drink cooler. Yes. And it, it it's, it's doing a good job of convincing you, like, this is just like you open it up and it might be regular. And then yeah. the, like, back of the drinks go with it. And you walk into a cooler and all the bottles start, like, warping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're getting sucked into this weird area. Um, And I think, like... I know it's been it's been shown to hell on videos, but it's like it's it gets me every time. It's, it's so still well really done. Cool. It's really cool. And it's cool. It's right? impressive to You're think about the how they had to like think about making these bottles one by one and the swirling area and like yeah, yeah. Yeah, how to convince you that looked like a regular cooler, you know. It's an unsettling thing that flows very well. Yeah. Um, it takes you away. It it, yeah. kinda, it like it it grabs all your senses and convinces you you're in a like a metaphysical situation. Yes. Um, so that's like, so like basically if we were going into it, like Omega Mart has a bunch of portals into other places and mainly it's portals into this place called Fork Earth. Forked Earth. Yeah. So seven monoliths is where it's located. Yes. So, um, seven monoliths is a, like, is a city in Las Vegas, like a fictional village, um, uh, in, in Las Vegas where the, um, a, a well to like this, um, mysterious otherworldly like goo called yeah. the source. Um, there's like a well in seven monolith yeah. and it's been taken over by Dramcore produces it to turn it into additive S which is being put in the products in Omega Mark. Yeah. And so like seven monolith itself is like a, it's an homage to the seven magic mountains that are on the route to Las Vegas. They're just mm-hmm. like giant rock towers that are different colored. But then in seven monoliths, so once you go through the ice cooler, because that's, okay, if we're talking about it, right, that's mm-hmm. like the main yeah, place that's that one everyone of the wants to we get won't, through. We'll, we'll try not to spoil too many more. So like if you get in, like you get out of the refrigerator and then you're in um, like this guy named Charlie's Garage. Yeah, so Charlie is the brother of um, who the founder of Dramcorp. Is he the brother? He's the brother. He's is not he's... the founder himself. I, I I I had to look this up. But he's the brother. Yeah, I Walter didn't even Dram. Know. Walter Dram created Dramcorp using the source to make additive S to start Omega Mart. Wait, et we're getting too much into lore. I was just like explaining that we are in there, and then once you get out of the garage, the garage, 
you're in seven monoliths and that's where the whole like the main I feel like it's one of the main parts of the sculpture is that whole rock side thing. Yeah. Where they um projection map a bunch of crazy stuff on it. Yeah, like an otherworldly kind of thing. Yeah. So like that's like the second part of me saying like that that is the one that everyone's Instagramming. <laughs> yeah. Um so you go through there and then you kind of uh from there you can access um the homes of character like fictional characters in this backstory. Yeah. And then uh you can see more like projection art going on uh, a right. little bit farther to the other side. Uh, Charlie's garage also contains some story elements. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it contains all the computer terminals you access. Yes. Um, as well as just like kind of cool stuff to look at. They show stuff on the TV that relates to like Omega Mart in the news of this fictional world. Right. Um, and then you can go over to the right and then that's the Dramcorp factory. Yeah. That's mining the source and putting it into stuff. Yes. And there's a slide that drops off over there that yes. I didn't know about. Yes. I don't know where you enter that from. Oh, okay. I don't know. I couldn't find it either. <laughs> it was crazy. There are a couple things that I, because like, you know, this is a podcast and we're professionals and we research and we do a lot of things. Um, I was looking at videos and trying to figure out where that was and where those box conveyor belt was. The box conveyor I belt. I couldn't figure those two things out. I don't, I don't remember that at all. Exactly, because yeah, so, they were in videos. So, like, that's kind <laughs> of the cool thing about it is, like any good theme park attraction, you find something different every time. Yeah. Because they've just put so much detail and work into this. Yeah. And, like, that's, I mean, like, that's that's my bread and butter. Like, I. <laughs> uh, little things hidden everywhere. Yeah, little course. things were just, like, were, or, or really just, like, Several people coming together to think about every single layer of every single detail of every single idea of every single piece of lore that they've all collectively made together. Like everybody yeah. has decided, no, we're not skimping on the details at all. Yeah, that's exactly what this experience was. Just details scattered amongst a desert, a mart, a factory, a corporate office. Yeah. Details. Um, so you can go upstairs to more of the factory and then you go into the Dramcorp offices. Yeah. Uh, and then the rest of it's just kind of like random hallway doors that are like leading to, I guess, Dramcorp experiments. Yes, but they're also, I think, they're like just, exhibits. It's, yeah, yeah, mainly art installations that yeah. are working with the narrative, but also just things to experience. Yeah, the idea being just like, oh, they've experimented with infinity and it's like the infinitorium where you take, a, where there's a lot of mirrors. I will you know? say this, I, would, I wouldn't have known that I'd be scared of just like a dark room with, a, with laser. No, you know what the one that fucking scared me was? The you worm. go into, a, yeah, it's called, it's just, the room is just labeled the worm and you go in and there's like a tarp at an angle. Yeah. And they're like moving a circular thing underneath it. So it looks like a worm is just kind of like there's a, hanging so, out underneath it. So I think like that day the projection was off because there was supposed to be a projection of like a worm on the blanket. Okay. Well, it's worse without the projection. <laughs> it's 10 times scarier. Um, even the big heads in the infinitorium or whatever it was called was freaky. This. It, it, if we're going into like, we're upstairs, we're in Dramcorp and we're in that hallway. Did we or did we not think that something that was the, it's an internet, but didn't, I think we just realized that that was the internet for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, to be fair, to be fair. No, well, there are a lot of like, that's another thing, right? Is like, 
It's like a giant escape room, if I could call it like that, right? Yeah, Where you're supposed to like look and turn over stuff, but there's like you know there's places where employees actually like go because to the there bathroom is one room. There is one room where you do enter through a custodial closet to get to the back rooms. Yeah. And then there are also real janitorial closets. Yes. And also like, again, with the Internet, it's like, okay, the Internet sounds like something where it's just like, like, a like, I don't know, like, a um, uh, uh, what is it? Um, a net? Like a Tim and Eric bit. Like the internet, you know, and then you you go into the room and it's just like a green grid projection, right? Trash can. Yeah, like, like, exactly. Like you, you're not, it's literally the fucking scene in Wonder Woman where it's just like in this, this is, oh, that's a trash can. Oh, okay. Okay. I will say that we did miss an actually like a fake out janitor closet. Yeah. We missed No, no, no. That was one of the entrances. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We didn't go through I it. I saw somebody exit through it, so I learned about I it. I saw somebody go through it in a video, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't go through it myself. So, like, you know, it, it's to be fair, I'd rather there be that kind of fun confusion yeah. than not because yeah. that's part of the whole shtick, you know. But it, it, it does sometimes there does sometimes need to be like in 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 escape rooms they'll say like if yeah. it's stuck it's not meant to move yeah that's just for decoration yeah so similarly there just needs to be like hey if it has a yellow doorknob that's yeah, that's not part of the game it. that's not like like it just needs to be something color-coded that's it like yeah, yeah, or yeah. a different font you know i will say that like since we went through this that was like primarily the walkthrough right yeah that's, so we, that's the brace walk we could just like go through a little bit of the story part, right? Yeah. Now we yeah. can st- we can start that because um, I did want to mention something. Well, I do want to talk about the card really quick some more. Card. Yeah, the, that's the, what I was gonna mention. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, go for it. I mean, get into the card stuff. Wavelength. Okay, <laughs> boom, boop. It's boop. It's boop. it's a boop card. Yeah, it's a boop card. Basically, you pay through dollars and then you go through like the employee training of being, you know, Mega Mart, and then you learn that the boop card actually does other stuff uh, within the. Um, within Omega Mart and then within Seven Monolith and the factory and Dremcorp. So it's all connected. Yeah. And they all have little stations of where to boop the card. I will say this, like compared to like an escape room where they give you like three hints and then you have to like embarrassingly go like, I need a hint. Having the boop card and having those little stations where you can see your progress actually made me feel better. Yeah, but I I, I feel like it wasn't communicated that the difference between stations and the interactive things. Oh, I yeah, need somebody to right. point out. I like like if you're getting the card, they should direct you to a line where somebody says, boop this, this'll tell you what you need to do. You'll go do them in the other stations and you'll check back here for your progress. There are several of these located. Yes. And note the difference between them and the actual interactive things. Yes. It just felt like somebody handed it off to us and told us it's like DLC where you don't need to actually do it. Yes. But then by the time by the time we figured out how to do it we were apparently halfway down and we we're like okay let's stay another hour and figure this out you yes know. we did spend probably four hours in there yeah perhaps. without realizing most of the time like yes because you're just so enthralled by like every piece of like again my my personal favorite spots were the actual like omega mart yeah because i love a recreation and yeah. then like playing with that recreation, which is like what exactly what that was. It's a direct like parody of a of a supermarket. Right. Um, and like more so, I want to say like the supermarket section of like a co- of not a Costco of a Walmart. Uh huh. You know, just kind of big and capitalistic and consumerist. Um, yeah. And so it's like, yeah, of course, we're selling things that says simply does not contain spiders, you know, like. 
Of course you have a mascot named Mr. Omega. It's like seeing bag milk that they have in Canada and you're just like, that's normal to them. You know, so like where this is, you're walking in and kind of like the fun of it is like, well, this, I guess this is normal to the people who buy, who, who, who shop here. That's true. Um, so that was my favorite, but that said, like, I still like the, like the funky, weird art installations and statues and stuff within it. Yes. And then I loved learning like a little bit after the fact, mostly through like videos and stuff like yeah. that. This was all connected and it wasn't just like, Hey, cool art. You know? Yes. I mean, like uh credit to art brains to being like let's go to a thing and then coming home and being like i'm gonna hyper fixate on this thing for a week yeah and uh, then, that's just how i live but and yeah. then not record and then now i'm here yeah one month after listen, we went listen actually we, more than a month yeah. technically because yeah. we went early december um, um it, well you know there is also stuff we had to talk about uh, other stuff we did in vegas like is losing money a themed experience i, w- I was gonna get to the other we should have just made this podcast the vegas Vegas adventure. But, the attraction uh, years Vegas variety hour. I would a second, a part two episode. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, Maybe. that was pretty funny. So Mart, you loved. Mart, I loved. I, not that I didn't like anything less. It's right. just like, that's kind of like, that's, that, that's what tickles my brain is like yes. the fake um, recreation of a thing. I will say, cause I didn't say this earlier. Unsettling for me. The, the Mart. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> so, I was walking into that place so scared. No, and that's what I love. I that's the so kind of scared. shit I love where it's like it is unsettling because every like it, it's just doing that like correct amount, uh, like that correct ratio yeah. of like so much of this is too familiar. Yeah. It is familiar to your your shopping experience to your um your experience with like certain products and certain types of products. But then, like, because it's so familiar, you're kind of glazed over and you're not paying attention. And then you do snap into attention when it says, like, you know, like fucking uh, like personalized bleach. Yeah. Like, you know, and you're, you're like, wait, what? Like, you're, you know, it's some uncanny valley. Uncanny stuff valley. That you're, exactly. you're, you're standing in the middle of it. And like, if you've ever been unsettled by like that or like that. That part in Chippendale, the new movie, where they're like in the uncanny valley of like weird things that yeah. look normal but not normal. Yeah. It felt like that for me. Yeah. I loved it. It's just like, <laughs> I was just like, uh, yeah. Oh. No, and that's, that's what I like too, is because like it really, it play, it's playing with your familiarity. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But no, for the most part, I did, I did like the market as well. Um, it's probably my favorite part other than the fact that, like, it has a weird story. Because yeah. things that you didn't know that have a weird story and then they do have a weird story, that's what tickles my little brain. Yeah, I, 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 I loved the backstory. I think, like, my only, like, major issue with it, not necessarily a complaint, just a preference on my part. Yeah. Um, versus how they did it. Um you know, and I'm, I'm not in charge. Yeah. Um, I'm not the meow wolf. You're not, you're not Mr. Wolf. <laughs> um, it's just that I think the story could have been a little bit more like streamlined. Um, yes. So that it feels, you know, okay, okay, cool. Because it's like, I, it's very Twin Peaksy. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Um, and I like Twin Peaks, but Twin Peaks requires you to kind of invest a lot of like rewatch time and like really like it's not asking you to un- well, or rather it's not asking you to understand it fully but it is asking a lot of like brain investment Woman to figure turns it out into doorknob i'm fine <laughs> but like no you you make a lot of sense it, i will say this part of it is that like a lot of it consists of reading 
Yes. Okay. That, I'm not that's dumb, but that was a lot of reading. Well, for you're four just kind hours. of like <laughs> it's a couple of things, right? Where it's it's just that this is a very visual, tactile experience. Yeah. So I don't want to stop, ignore my surroundings and read. Right. That doesn't feel quite right. Um, I feel like so information can be communicated communicated in a better way. That's why some of it was video, and that were kind of worked. But th- there's that, and then also it's like. I, I think um, it's just a I don't want to ask, like, obviously a bunch of artists to um, cater to a larger audience. Right. But I just like but I think there is a way to make like the base story a little bit cleaner and a little bit more like here's what it is. And then yeah. the freaks can get into it and get into the very specifics. Yes. But it feels like it's just all or nothing with the story. Yes. There's not like a base layer. You can invest your time and be like, Oh, that's neat. And then stop there. Right. You know, which is like, kind of like what galaxy's edge does, which, you know, say all you want about how like Disney has like corporate or fied star Wars to storytelling that does a good job of like, there's a base level here, but you can do more digging if you want. Yeah. You can invest more time and, and, um, interest in the lore if you want. Yeah. There's levels to it. Grades. Yeah. I mean, like, the, the, that totally is what I also think about it is that, like, there just has to be some more, I would say, I guess hand-holding is the word. Yeah. And, and maybe. Maybe a map. Yeah. Okay, like a, a map, checklist. A map would help. Okay. So there should be a map once you get past the initial mart. Yes. And I know you can't really fit that in theme, but it should just be like a little you pull one of these from the side, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you could even disguise this map as, like, what? Like, the coupon thing that you get in the beginning? Of or the something store? at the uh, the gas station. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. If you could find a map in there. But maybe you can. Maybe because you, can. you know yeah. what? When we, went the ga- when we went into the Charlie's gas station from coming we, out of that, uh, we that refrigerator, the- is that, like, we... We got in there and then there was just a binder of papers. Did we read every single paper? No. Exactly. No, exactly. And, and, and I guess I guess technically that is what it is. You can get the story without having to do every single thing. You can get the base of the story and then invest more time if you want. But it did feel like it was going from level three to level five out of six. I mean, there's Does that te- make sense? Like, yes, I get you. Yeah. There's technically like VIP tours you could take of it, though. That's true. That's so- true. Um, but, uh, so it's our fault. We, maybe, <laughs> but, um, no, no, I think we agreed that like our preference was, it, it should have just been a little bit more streamlined, not necessarily less complicated, just a little bit more streamlined yeah. and easier to find the base of it. Add more if you want to it, you right. know, like, or add more of your time to it. Um, it's kind of like how we were talking to, um, uh, a friend of the show slash maker of our theme song, um, Jacob Strick. He was telling us about a game called Tunic. Oh, yeah. Um, Where I didn't realize I had heard of Tunic, but I didn't realize like this was what the game was, where you're essentially like discovering the play manual as you go. And it's in an odd language and you kind of sort of make up the game manual as you go. Yes. So and I like that idea on paper. I'm glad that got made. I know my brain can't wrap itself around that kind of puzzle, which is kind of the same feeling about like Omega Mart, where it's like, I'm glad this story is here and I'm glad they made it the way they wanted to. Yeah. But I feel like just somebody coming in and just helping that feel a little bit more like a video game where like you do get like, because, you know, the best kind of puzzle is giving you the pieces and you put it together. Right. right? A puzzle is not you don't get the pieces and then somebody just tells you solve something in this room. Right. You know, so it, it 
it, it, it's not bad. It's just, it needs some fine tuning. Yeah. I mean, like what, this is one of the first ones that have like a storyline, right? Yeah. Technically. Yeah. I mean, it, it is technically their first like major project like this because it started in 2009. Yeah. I would say that as we discussed before, the person who told us to get the card was like, this is like an added on DLC type of thing. That instruction alone is hard to navigate. And we thought it was not like, necessary. Again, when you were talking about Tunic. Uh, we played it at friend of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> house For a little bit. And like, I loved it. And all, all I needed as an instruction was like that. I just need the base. Like this is what you need to do. I'm like, okay, I can do this. I'll do all of it. Yeah. If you just told me in a mega bar, you gotta look at everything. I'll fucking look at everything. Yeah. I will do it. Yeah. But that's the thing too. But, or, or at really, the top like, of the hour, I had, I had like, and I had asked you this question where it was like, did you know anything about it before going into Omega Martin? You're like, no. no. This is a market that I saw on the internet. I had no idea. And I had no intention of learning anything about it before going in there. But if someone told me that I just had to look at everything, like, not just be like, oh my God, it's a cherry blitz, it's an animal, and it's a squeeze bottle. That's yeah. interesting. If I had to just look at everything, I would have been like, okay, now I kind of get it. Yeah, and again, like most of my problems with the um, story presentation really just come down to if you get the card, there really should be a, an employee who shows you the one, two, three of like, here's the screen that tells you your progress. Here's how you operate something that does have like an interactive story element. And then here's how you check your progress again. So there is, but we, we just, did not get we that. We just apparently. blasted through. Yeah. So see again, maybe we are just dummies. I don't think we blasted through. I think they're supposed to show you how but it works. I remember like when we took like a little break, cause you know, it's a lot of walking around. Yeah. There was a point where we were in narrow stairs and I almost died. But anyways, we took a little break. There's some claustrophobia there also. I'll be yeah. warned. Like if, if I'll say this, there's always like several ways to get to places. If you see something that gives you claustrophobia, you, you don't have to take that. Else. You don't have to take yeah, that one. Yeah. You're going to find that place somewhere yeah. else. And you'll see someone come out of it and now like, oh, okay, that's Also accessibility wise, there is a elevator and there is a stairs separate from both of those sides. Yeah, there's always going to be an elevator going to where you need to go. Yeah. Um, going back to like us, we took a little break. We went back into the market and I did ha find a lady who was like wearing a blazer who was like the supervisor and she was showing people how to do it. Okay. We so didn't we, get that so on we the way. Again, we got the car. We blasted through. We got excited. Yeah. I, like I said, maybe just a few streamlining fine tuning. Yeah. I mean, nothing's perfect. Yeah. But again, it is it is just mind blowing that something of this scale was done and made and is beautiful and yeah. cool and interesting and just like unlike anything else there is out there. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, do you want to go into the story or do you have any more like thoughts about just like our our like walk through our thoughts, experience experiences? Um, I I think it would go like more into like maybe if we went through the story, then I can kind of remember some things. Yeah. I do remember a part in the, in Dram Corp. Mm. Um, do you remember when we were like turning little knobs for no reason? Yes. <laughs> and it was like a little guy. Yeah. Yeah. I now figured it out. So there, the little guy, it shows you your soul. Yes. And then it shows your, the soul being like synthesized in and then crushes your soul at the end. Yes. That is probably because it's one, people. It's one the, of my favorite. The parts source of the is thing. people. Yeah. yeah. The source is the essence of oh, your desire. That reminds me too. Um <laughs> that's what butter is. 
It's what butter is. <laughs> the, essence, the, true, the true essence of my desire. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, there is also... Um, there is also more coming possibly. It took three years to make this apparently. And then there's like the source door part of like the factory laboratory that shows like the actual like direct source well, which is just kind of a screen on a door right now. And they said that there is more coming because um, if if you watch the map ad video about this, they've shown like a map of the facilities and there is like a significant like amount of square footage behind where that door is yeah i would say that if if the if the um trajectory of uh matthew Matthews, uh you know theories being correct most of the time yeah i mean he, he's correct he's pretty much on the money yeah he drew a little like blueprint of it <laughs> R.I.P. No, he's not dead. <laughs> he's sorry. That's just a theory. Hey, no, come on. <laughs> he's just taking a break. It's fine. Yeah. So, um, I. Yeah, we watched both of the game. Yeah, videos. because I needed it's to a make a good video. Because I feel like I had the story, but I just needed like a a someone to stack all of the pieces yeah, next I to watched, each other. I watched a couple of videos on it. I watched that one, and then I watched the one where he got most of his videos from which was the carpet banger yeah which then i learned that uh so like there is here locally to us is something called the time travel market and there's two locations and it kind of is that essence of like these are products from different times in the future and the past and the present and it's very interesting and they also have some of the products from there in omega mart oh okay yeah cool. so we should check that out sometime. yeah anywho um, so the story, uh, do you think you could say it off the top could of your I say head? That off the top of my head? Oh boy. Yes, but you're going to have to correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Is that okay? Go for it. You love correcting me. So. Wait. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I can see your source from here. You definitely love correcting me. <laughs> okay. Um, so there. Stop looking at my source while we're recording. I okay. This is where I don't know what happens in the in the. Okay, there's so much of it that is that is crazy. There are two Earths. Yes. And there's one that's ours, and then there's one that belongs to the Xenions. Yes, you already tracked so aliens, far. Aliens, and then they had merged. Yes. Like a like a Venn diagram. Yes. And in the middle of the Venn diagram is called the Forked Earth. Mm -hmm. And the Forked Earth is where Seven Monoliths, Dram Corp. Plenty Valley. La, 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 Plenty Valley factory, because that's where the source is. Mm. And Omega Wire all sit in that Venn diagram yes. area. And then the Xanions were mining the source. Which was primarily in seven monoliths. Yes. So the Xenions used it like as part of their like entire society. It was like helping them become more human. Yes. And then eventually they died and the people of seven monoliths gained control access to the well and like they formed the town around it. Yes. Okay. Go and on. Then the Drams, the mm -hmm. family, um, well, Cynthia Dram. I believe Cecilia. 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 Cynthia. Uh, Cecilia Dram. Uh, she uh, 
she uh, uh, Shmi Skywalker's a uh, child from the yes, source. Yes, from the source. Uh, it's basically <laughs> she has got a, fucked by the she, goo. She got goo. <laughs> she got goo in there. And then she <laughs> and her miracle goo baby are in Seven Monoliths, but she leaves the baby there to go back to Dram Corp because that's the corporation by her father to work. She's there. trying to like hostile takeover. Yes. And the baby's name is Marin, and Marin lives with uh, Charlie, who owns the garage that you enter uh-huh. from the Coca-Cola fridge, and then Rose, who is his wife, who is a, a herb, herbally, herbally, burbly, herbally, burbly, a herbalist who has a hut in the attraction. Okay. So, so there's a hut that is shared with Marin and Rose, and it's in Seven Monoliths. And then across the street, their hut is of Zamina. So they raise the kid. They raise Marin. Yes. And so one day, because I think Cecilia was hiding Marin. Mm -hmm. And then one day, old Pop Pop Walter Dram wanted to sell Marin or buy Marin for Dram Corp. Yes, because she was like, she could control portals and the yes. source and all that stuff. She has through like strong connections. Through her dreams. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> her bisexual dreams. <laughs> yes, her bisexual dreams. And then um, one day, Cecilia and Walter get into an altercation and she throws him into the source well. And that's why he's on the LaCroix uh, yeah, so boxes. Yes. Yeah, so like essence is smattered on the LaCroix boxes. It's so funny. And then, so that's like the main part, but there's also like a hostile takeover with Dramcorp and where Cecilia wants to take over Dramcorp and make it like, make it uh, so they're they are, they are successfully taking. They're the trying human. to spread more Omega Marts, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. out and make more source because they might be running out. Yes, and that part's not clear. It's it's there's a little yeah, and so basically, like Omega Marts thing is that the source that they use, which is called additive S, like purified. Yes, it is something that is synthesized with human desire. I want everyone to know Chelsea's doing a little like finger point dance while she's like trying to remember all of these. (laughs) Because this is really off the top of my head. I have no notes. I can see the like equations floating around you. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're getting, you're, you're basically getting, I'm only like filling in the blanks. So yeah. So like the additive S is from the source combined with the human desires. And so they're trying to put it into the products that makes customer success through the roof. And then um, they're like that, addicted to it. They become addicted to it. You become addicted to it. And then you become a part of it. And it's all like a cycle like that. So that's yeah, like exactly. Omega Mart's main craziness. And then within the story, um, there is the, the monolith, monolith, which is like a, re- a rebellion that was born from seven monoliths because, you know, three friends of Marin. Yes. Yeah. They're they're looking for their miss. Marin is missing, by the way. She like entered a dream portal. So the three friends are trying to free her or find her. And then they're also trying to inform customers that Omega Mart is uh is, you know, is taking making them addicted and stealing yeah. your goo. Yeah. Is using your goo for capitalism. And then you do that, and that's the story, and I'm done. That's, yes. That's no, the story. You you got it directly. Like <laughs> that's exactly my notes. 
Yeah. Um, that is a lot. Like there, there's really like, like it, it's a lot and I'm sure we're only scratching the surface. I'm pretty sure I did. But like, no, bones. like, like honestly, like good Thank job. You. Holy shit. Thank I, you. I, I had to like look it up and take notes to remember any of that. Thank you. This podcast is sponsored by all the sour strips I had to eat to just remember all of that stuff. <laughs> that was crazy. I don't know where I went. I blacked out for a little bit. You went into the source directly. Oh God. I blacked um, out just a little bit. Uh, yes. <laughs> It's okay. Uh, you, you know, you, you, um, you didn't, have, you know, you wore your pants in front of class. Oh. You, you, did, you know, it wasn't that kind oh, of stretching. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like that's, that's the story. And I, while I I'm do appreciate, <laughs> while I do appreciate how it is like spread out and everything, like I, right. I, I appreciate how you have to gather this story. It, it did take us like we're also idiots, but it did take us watching these I videos was, to kind of get it directly. <laughs> I was trying to convince everyone I was really smart by how I did that. But yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Was, I are. watched several videos. It, it, it's and also it's just because I'm not like a I, I don't learn super well when I'm just presented with a bunch of text to read. I, I think that's a, really part of it. I need a, like a white dude to on youtube to explain shit to me yeah and also like <laughs> it, it, it's, it's yes i uh, and uh, i i think i i almost wonder if like a pre-show video might help well i will say this maybe again it like is an employee a, training okay. video there what there is but but like a several. more direct one i will say that you know you could do homework before you get there yeah right like we had, we did nothing. <laughs> we yeah, we did there. nothing. We didn't, we didn't do, <laughs> I didn't do fucking shit. Um, but you could go on the website, go on YouTube, watch There's so many videos websites and videos from and videos. them to do. They have a, they have a website for Omega Mart. They have a website for Dream Corp. Corp. You yeah. can, you can do the research already. You can already kind of see the hostile takeover stuff on Dream Corp and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it, it is all there. It just requires a lot of your time. Yes. but And if, we're busy <laughs> and sleepy. Well, first of all, again, to go back to Attraction Year's Vegas Vacation 2023, we had a lot of other things planned. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, uh, we, we, uh, the same night went to, what is it called? Lost Spirits Distillery. Which is only. Where we saw the ass that goes pow. Okay. The, again, another, this is a different episode I know. where we go through what we saw yeah because what we saw was amazing we, we it's like a burlesque style kind also, of circus if you just say ask that goes pow that is it that is not the whole context of what no i know no i just wanted to it give was context. called a distillery it, it's a distillery like it's a tasting room for um uh what was it rum. uh for rum and then they also had like burlesque slash circus freak kind of like Circus of the Weird type um, shows going on. Yeah. And um, and one of the performers was like a burlesque performer whose um, subtitle was The Ass That Goes Pow. And boy, did it go pow. It sure did. <laughs> Good for her. All right. So go back to the other side of Omega Mart. Yes. <laughs> uh, so what are what's some of your favorite parts and like um, favorite products? OK. And, or I guess just favorite parts. All right. So. There is a part. So basically, right, the boot card, you are you are a new employee. That is the front and other than learning all of the other things. Um, one of my favorite parts is um, taking the little test upstairs in the employee lounge and then learning that you're the employee for the moment. Yeah. 
That was fun. That's fun. And then they're just like, moment over. <laughs> um, I like the um, the human resource robots. Those were cool. They're so Where you could, good. like, they had like a... They had like um, responses to everything, like 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 a purposely shitty AI. You like typed in like, "What is your favorite ice cream flavor?" and it just listed like twenty ice cream flavors. I did see that a person again on one of the videos that I watched that it, they they asked like, "Where is this girl?" The face of the the robot goes upside down. Oh, He's like I don't know. Okay, <laughs> it's all cool. Like, how do you like? Where do you begin to make exactly. this stuff? It's crazy. Um, I, yeah, I like the robot. Um, I liked, um, I did like accessing some of the computers. Like right. I thought that was cool. It just, it felt directionless most of the time. But when it, when it, when it worked, it when worked. It worked it, it, I felt so good. Yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. agree. Um, but, uh, what was I going to say? Um, I liked the monolith, uh, takeover. Yeah. Where there's like a big screen area in the factory where like, if they take over, it's like this big, like. 3d mask face that's yeah, like the yeah, persona yeah. of one of the leaders uh and it's talk like it's taking over the screen i love a take over the screens um <laughs> like like uh I love being moment. a part of it yeah um and i like the the also the security cam footage you could look at yeah. um, with that um i like the garage i think the garage outside of the mart was like my first like was like my second favorite spot just because okay. i love like a nice again it's just like well done theming yeah um and then just the mart in general like that that just really captured my like attention. I wanted to stay there the whole time. I like, know it was really cool. Um, I really liked the deli portion. Yes, that was fun. Tattoo chicken. Uh, tattoo chicken. The birth of Venus as a bunch of cheese. Yeah. And um, the American meats steaks. The American steaks. Just I like red, the infinity melon. Steak. That was fun. The infinity melon because it was exactly my height to look into the mirror of the infinity. I think the. <laughs> The nebula, like, baloney thing. That yeah. was funny. Um, I also... Okay, okay it's just going to be all the market. I like all of the little weird fruit things. Yeah, the apples. All of them. <laughs> Plenty Valley. Well, yeah. the Daikon Man, because we bought one. Yeah, we bought a Daikon Man. He's amazing. I love him. He's my friend. He And then, like, uh, what else did I like? We did talk about the La, La Omega, which is the LaCroix. La yeah. With the, with the picture of Walter Drem's body just, like, yeah. there. Um. I also like uh, it's like it wasn't necessarily something that was like I mean it was on specific products but I like this type of thing that like you would see like where it would just be like flavor not included or just like absolute blastitude you know like yeah, just yeah, like yeah. ridiculous corporate slogans that you that we all agree with when they're on actual products right it's like flavor blasted. What does that mean? What you know, like, the one that's like, like if you told an alien about flavor blasted, they'd be like, what the fuck does that mean? I'm so, so scared. It's that, right now. it's that same. They're really tapping into that same like consumerism thing of like, here's a product that's weird, but has something that is familiar about it. Or uh, nationally, locally sourced. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I also I also liked that they had like kind of regular products. Mm-hmm. That you can find, you know, out in the wild, but they're just a little crazy, right? Like ramen as post-its. Yeah. Like you can find that Again, at like a like a box lunch. They did a really good job of disguising the entire like like they re- did a really good job of like the entire first area is a gift shop, but it's disguised so well and so like intricately part of everything. Yeah. That it doesn't feel like a gift shop. Which is why when it's time to actually buy something, you're just like, wow, I can really like buy everything here. Truly. I mean, like, oh, the 
uh, the little animals that are spray balls. Those are cute. Yeah. But also, I will say this is that like if you lived in this existence and timeline and didn't know that liquid death was a regular product. <laughs> that's what's so funny to me. They just sell it and it's <laughs> a regular real product. liquid death and yeah. that's real. Yeah. And it is delicious mountain fresh water, it's Sean. It's water in a can, it's, Chelsea. It's the freshest water you can get. It's the closest you can get to death. <laughs> You can get so hydrated. Water that on makes death. you feel so dehydrated, you're gonna die. That is such a product that would be there. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I, I mean, a lot of my favorites were in the Mart for sure, but I, I also like the. Um, I like the Infinitorium. Um, I also liked the uh, the like what is it the Zenion skeleton that they yeah. had. That was cool. I liked. I liked as much as we didn't really do much of this. I liked doing the little beats on the pads yeah a little interactive thing a tactile thing <laughs> least favorite like, for me spiral stairs oh and there were also cool little dioramas and windows yeah uh, and that then was like fun. the seven monolith like village or whatever it was yeah yeah, yeah. that was so cool like i i, I just love like i mean i love miniatures yeah but if it's life-size i love things that are tactile and yeah. so much of it you could pick up and look at or press a button or do something with even without the card there was something where you could press a button and do something and that rocks yeah like just the fact that like so many art installations that are cool and like modern arty and like you know look like meow stuff that you cannot touch and should not touch and they tell you not to touch but it's like i want to i want to i want to touch i want to interact with this and yeah. meow wolf gives that to you yeah. like where it's like again here's a weird piece of art on the wall. You're allowed to touch the wall to feel all of the ways they've like uh, made this. Yeah. It, it, it's really great. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the, um, the, like the source oozy parts of the factory. That was very interesting. Yeah. Very I well love how that was depicted. Um, even though it's temporary, I still like how the source behind the wall looks too. Yeah. And I mean, like that was funny. Yeah. Oh, if you, so part of the, the boop card is that you do boop the, like, source wall and then you talk to the orb of walter dram yeah the orb he's just an orb you ever pondering your orb Pon yeah it's <laughs> the blue orb um, <laughs> i will say that like oh actually i did want to ask what was your favorite entryway um it sounds sexual but <laughs> no I, I, it's the cooler what's your favorite it's the cooler i think because it, it's the coolest one uh no like i think it's it's just the most like interesting one with like the bottles warping yeah. um i do also uh i do also like the uh the stairway we didn't take it but the stairway of t-shirts that goes just upstairs and exits yeah TV. i was gonna say that that was very interesting but at the moment when we figured out that that was stairs we had already I, gone through like again everything. i had had it with spiral staircases yeah. by the yeah. by the by the fourth hour big agree i was done with the spiral staircases and yeah. that's that is only me that yeah. is my fault because i have <laughs> short tiny little legs um and I, the spiral staircases are so tall the, okay the sorry least favorite <laughs> Go on. This is an anti-spiral staircase podcast. <laughs> um, my least favorite or anything are like claustrophobic entrances. That makes I sense. didn't care for those. I mean, I'm a big guy. I, you yeah. Know, like I, I just, I can't do that kind of like the walls are closing in. This is going to sound really uh, me coded is that I liked going through the me curtain thing <laughs> just because it reminded me of going to the bathroom at Seafood City. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, or 99 Ranch. Yeah. One of those. I like those. I like those too. I, I, I remember. And then you see weird meat. Come on. When I used to work at a grocery store, I remember liking that aspect of it too. <laughs> it no, no, it's just like, so you know, there's something true. like tactile. Again, it's like a tactile thing about it. You it's know? not a real door. It's plastic. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it, I, I really do like, I, I cannot recommend it enough going to this. Yeah. If you're planning a Vegas trip, go to it. If you think there's nothing for you in Vegas, you go to Area 15. If I, if I could, uh, what go into two things that aren't there is that there were two videos that I really liked and it was the one, um, maybe it is in Omega Mart when they sing the song about difficult spills. Yeah. If you watch the whole Omega Mart training video on YouTube, there's so many bops in that. Oh, I remember video. too. There's also the the doorway behind the lockers. That's yeah, yeah, cool yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. That's you where do, you go yeah. to the to you know be the employee of the moment. Yeah. Um, and then there's an ad called "What About Bianca?" Very funny. It's the stupidest thing. I think it's about barbecue sauce. Oh my god! But um, yeah. I also I learned that that Willie Nelson ad is all deep faked. Yeah, you didn't know? No, no, no. Like I thought it was him, and then they were deep faking other people onto him oh, as no, the no, glitch. No. It's because it's a pretty good impression of Willie Nelson. Very well done. Um, but yeah, like there's there's just a lot of like unsettling videos tied to it that are part of the story. It's it's it is one of like it, it is arguably like one of the best examples of how you spread art across multiple mediums and then give you art like a story sorry you spread story across multiple mediums like it it is on level with galaxy's edge yeah because there's multiple things you experience that contribute to the story again this was my question for what was the other immersive thing that we talked about there was another one that we talked about other than Galaxy's Edge. Uh, I mean, Rise of the Resistance specifically, or what? How many podcasts are we in? Five? <laughs> Four or five? Mario? Huh? Mario? Mario! That's the one. Okay. Um. D- again, you paid $3 for this one. Yeah. Does it make you want to do it more? I think so. Um, but I also like I, I will like I will say do it. Like I think pay the three dollars. Yeah, I, I, I don't that think bad, not to do it. To be honest. Um, but I also will say like you still get a hell of a lot just looking around. Yeah. Um, for sure. I and boy, were there just a lot of people just walking around drunk. So that's Yeah, it is Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Um so my question was, do we need to go again? <laughs> um, I'd be down to go again for sure. <laughs> um, I don't think we need to get the card the second time. I'll get it. So. <laughs> uh, uh, but I want to go to the bar. The bar was the only thing we didn't oh, do yeah, there. Yeah. It seemed as the uh, the pharmacy. Yeah. If we if you want to go into my... Do you think the cups there are big giant pill bottles? It's not. I oh. saw them. I um, My little tidbit. Because like what is... What is trail mix if not talking about little, little little cups and foods? Yeah, but it's also like the whole mart. You can buy you can buy edible things, things but that don't contain spiders. Yes, simply not. Um, <laughs> so there is a bar that's like on the corner called Datamosh, and it's inside Omega Mart, mm. and they do have a lot of fun little 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 cocktails. Um, they have the Meowito, <laughs> the Omega Rita. Go on. <laughs> um, a apple juice because it apples. Yeah. Um, old fashioned spray, which I think it comes with the spray bottle. <laughs> um, there is one called the Source, and it comes with like a rosemary bubble that they put. You know how some bartenders or alchemists yeah. they take a bubble, <laughs> <laughs> alchemists, they put it on top of your drink. 
Uh, I don't really know that many modern day alchemists, unfortunately. Oh, we'll, I'll, I'll get you in touch. Uh, we have a Discord. Um, <laughs> and then Paloma Pop and some orange dream, which is, you know, your favorite kind of thing, an orange creamsicle kind Ooh, of drink. We should, yeah, we should go to that next drinks. time for sure. Um, if you wanted to see some of the photos inside, I found, uh, you know, uh, millennial Yelp to go look at some of the photos. Oh, the bubble is cool. Yeah. Apparently Yelp is for millennials and not young people use it, but who knows? I, I don't know. I, go- cool. I Google. Yeah. Things. We should do this next time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that about does it for our main, our main conversation. I Honestly, highly recommend going yes. to this or going to whatever one is closest to you. Um, yeah. You're going to get something incredible and unique and really cool. You know, it's like your decision to how you want to play the game. It's the artist right? theme park attraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a museum for crazy people. That's actually not a bad selling you're point. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so we do have a few um, uh, guest relations I really here. hope the question is just like, what is it? <laughs> there are a few that are like that here. Let me let me find... Um, I want another question. Everyone who listens to podcasts, can you just write a question that just is like, who who are you? Who are you people? Who are you people? Um, okay. Uh, from Alex Grodens, uh, she asks, what's the craziest bit of lore to come out of Omega Mart? Oh. Oh, Alex. Uh, uh, I think the whole thing of like... Um, well, the, the the fact that the additive S is the, people. Yeah, the additive S is people. I like that you one. Know, um, it's, it's that classic like this ends up being people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think the Forked Earth is probably the coolest thing because like I didn't catch that right away. I mean, yeah. They mentioned the Forked Earth. I didn't really know what it meant. It did also take me a long time to get to the point where like the baby was just like, again, Shmi Skywalker. <laughs> or if you if you don't if you don't like that, uh, the Bible. Uh. <laughs> her uh, her uh, midichlorian levels are off the charts, honestly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, she also asks, if you go, got to do a supermarket sweep of Omega Mart, what three items would you immediately go for? That is an excellent question. Blitz cherry animal. Uh, yeah, the radish the, daikon radish man, and then why am I closing my eyes? The handbag. No, but we're buying this for ourselves to go home. Yeah. Uh, the silica gel bag. I would get the handbag. The inside out donut. <gasps> no, the slides that are egg cartons. Yes, <laughs> we didn't even talk about that. There are slides that look like egg cartons. There. Um, the I think there's spray spray bottle guy for sure. He's so cute. Um, the silica gel bag. That's funny. Uh, and um, I think I'd get oh boy, um, probably probably one of the cereals that actually has a real cereal in it. I can't think of any off the top of my head. The spiders one was just an empty box, unfortunately. And but. then if if I could take something that you technically can't take home, I would take the birth of Venus cheese thingy. Oh, you know what? I'd get the uh, what is butter and the, it's the true nature of my Did desire. Did you see the video of like their, uh, the, a butter claw machine? <laughs> I saw it mentioned in the MatPat video, but oh I my God. the video. It was, is pretty, uh, I would keep, I would take that whole machine. Yeah. That'd be funny. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Quay asks, uh, if you could permanently replace one real product with the Omega Mark counterpart or adjacent, which would it be? Oh. That's a good question. If all Daikon could just run around, I would be fine. All the Daikons? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they just jump into your soup? Um, I mean, I like, I, I, it probably so nothing's poisoning me. One of the silly sodas, you know, um, 
What was some of the sodas? Uh, let me find a photo. The gender fluid. What were we talking about? The gender about? fluid. Um, Primordial ooze instead of Slurpees. Uh, the Olega Colas. <laughs> oh, you know what? Code cheddar. You're trying to get into the safest route. What about just like the detergent that the, that was just like done? <laughs> the, no, who told you this was butter? The cleaning products. You really love all the butter. It's funny. Okay. <laughs> Butter's inherently funny, Chelsea. When? I don't know. When was this agreed upon? <laughs> uh, but no, probably some of the sodas, like Code Cheddar replacing Mandu Code Red. Basic. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm basic. 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 Um, let's oh, see. Emergency clam. Emergency clam. We didn't talk about that, but there's a can of emergency clam. <laughs> emergency clam. That would be funny. Um, okay, let's see. We have a couple of other questions. Uh, J- JD Sadler on Blue Sky asks, is the store really run by extraterrestrials or some sort of building that exists outside of the normal time and space, uh, given the various commercial I've seen? Um, yes and no, kind of. It, it, it's, it not is, run by it's not run by extraterrestrials, it but it's run by corporate America. That is like essentially um, taking the essence taking of alien. alien. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I believe if the source is people, that means that it was originally Xenions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. It just receded into the earth and became goo. It's, it's as if, if we can get into this, um, you know, we could talk about like dark crystals. So like how the no. Skixies. <laughs> oh, what? Um, uh, Mojave Cyclone on Blue Sky asks, uh, is it worth going out of state to check this out? Yes. Uh, depending on the state, like, like what I was saying was, I think it's worth going to whatever closest meow wolf. That is true. Uh, I said yes sp- immediately because we're in California. Yeah, exactly. We like we can, we can drive to Nevada. Like if you can Four drive hours. or easily fly to the state that you're going to go to the closest one first. Like don't, don't, don't like, don't feel like you have to go to a mega mark. Cause it's kind of the, it's kind of the most advertised one. I feel like because yeah. it's Vegas. Yeah. Vegas is advertised yeah, yeah, more yeah, than yeah. any other like tourist That's, location. That is very true. So if you are close to like, if you're close to Vegas, go for it. Yeah. If you're close to if New you're Mexico, closer to, if you're yeah, close yeah, exactly. to Colorado, just try them out first and then figure out the experience. Uh, we want to go to the, the first one, New Mexico. Yes. And I also looked it up today and I was like, Oh, that is a flight and I can't, we could drive Convergence there. Convergence station looks cool too. That's the one I want to go to next. I think that's closer. Yeah. Technically, yeah. right? Um, and then oh, one I haven't more, looked at a map of the United States. And one something. more from Attack Fern on Blue Sky. Uh, I, like, hell of a name. I like the name. Yeah. Uh, would this still be a good attraction for someone who doesn't like puzzles? Yes, because it's not puzzle-based. It's like direction-based. If you just like to... <laughs> just like to enjoy like vibes <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you I don't have to like like puzzles make sure that when you get the boop card like the if you're doing the or extra you, story no but then don't again, do it you don't have to yeah, but no, if no. you're doing it make sure somebody walks you through it and shows you a little bit but again maybe you, even go with someone if who's been you before. don't like puzzles and you just like to like enjoy art or just like to enjoy like a day where you're going in through different types of rooms with like lights and vibes and all that kind of stuff, you don't need to do the boop card. If you are, if you are a puzzle baby like <laughs> me and Sean, sometimes, sometimes Sean, it's a mood. The yeah, mood has to strike. <laughs> the mood has to strike Sean <laughs> before he realizes he's a puzzle baby. But like, yeah, if if you just want to be there to be there. It's fine. I mean, I think maybe like early on in the podcast, it maybe seemed like I was being like, oh, there's a lot of people who are drinking and are just there. And it's like, no, 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 you can do that. 
I have no problem with that. Yeah. Like, and again, I think for all my complaints with how, um, I make fun of people. That's <laughs> for all, my, for thing. all my complaints for how like, um, confusing it can be. Um, I think if you have the right direction yeah. to begin with, it can be a little bit easier. And also nothing is like a puzzle puzzle. Yeah. There's nothing there that requires you to like, that that's giving you here's like three pieces to the puzzle figure out how all three to go together it is literally just like go to the machine click on the thing it's asking you to click on and go do that yes which i i would say that is kind of like a puzzle because like through but the it's pu- not but no, like no, but hold on but through the parts where you're doing where it's you're not like do- a shrine the one that yeah it's it is yeah it's it's no it's no uh tears of a kingdom breath of the wild it's yeah. just like if you're going in there and you're paying attention then you'll You'll figure it out. Yeah. So if you go in there and not pay attention, like Sean and I, uh, yes, <laughs> you won't figure but it like, out. So, so um, I'd say it's it it kind of depends on what puzzles you like, but but definitely like go and have someone tell you what you need to do, or go as soon as been before, again, and, and yeah. you'll, get, you'll still get the same experience. Again, I'm not trying to bash on people who just go and just have a good time. No, no, no. Just the, go, you, just go. Take take as many photos as you get uh, honestly, an amazing honestly, sensory though, experience if you're going. Take just as for many that. photos as you want yeah, in there. Yeah, go that for is it. like the main thing too, and I think that's what they want you to do is take as many photos as you can because it's things that you would never see like. Outside of that mart or outside of Seven Monoliths yeah. or outside of the factory, having a bunch of photos of that and just enjoying your experience, do it. Yeah. Live your life. Yeah. Live it to the fullest. <laughs> um, I love you. No, <laughs> um, but yeah, that uh, I think that about does it. Anything else to add? I think I think I, I, I said a lot. Yeah, we said a lot. I did a lot, and this is a nice short one, actually. We're 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 almost under an hour. Hey, I'm and a half. learning to not speak for three hours about <laughs> uh, what's in the middle of Star Wars land. Um, so, so uh, Chelsea, is there any place people can find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram uh, at Arts in Crabs, and then I also have a Twitter, but I kind of barely am on it, and it's at Chelk Cruz. You're also deleting most of your tweets. Well, it's not because of like cancellation or anything bad I did. I just um. If I wanted to get into the lore of that whole story is that I just kind of wanted to step away from Twitter and I couldn't delete it without paying ten dollars. And I, I didn't want to give anyone ten dollars to delete everything. <laughs> Unlike so Sean, I, who paid the ten dollars. So, so then I took my time and tried to delete my Twitter by by hand, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, I tried to, to like I try to stay stay off from Twitter just because I wanted to read more books. That's me. That's that's fair. That's Chelsea. Um, I uh, I'm not on Twitter. Uh, I am on Blue Sky at Sean at your son. Uh, and Attractioneers has a Blue Sky now. It's just Attractioneers at, uh, at, uh, at or sorry at Attractioneers dot Blue Sky dot social. Um, like every other person's blue sky social thing. It's got a weird handle. Oh, system. I'm learning right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we'll, we'll post some uh, photos and stuff that we talk about. So we're, you know, you're oh, yeah, not yeah. just out here without any context. And um, we'll also like uh, reach out for questions um, oh. for guest relation questions. I'll go back to a thing for uh, attraction years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to fill attraction years with Boulder's Gate stuff. Please don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that does it. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, and Chelsea, uh, here is your um, milk with two L's uh, merit badge. Oh, thank you. This is your difficult spill merit badge. Thanks for <laughs> oh, cleaning up. Thank you. Wait, what cone color is it? Uh, well, here's your merit badge uh, yeah, for yeah, employee yeah. of the moment. Oh, Moment's no. over. Take it back. Oh, no. You don't even know. You don't even know what cone color it is. 
don't remember. Would an Infinity Melon Merit Badge make things better? No. Okay. Pop quiz. What is one of the flavors of Le Omega you can get? Le Omega? Yeah. Oh, it's like Whisper of something. <laughs> it's like Ocean Whisper. I think so. I just remembered Plain Potato. Plain Potato. <laughs> Okay, well, here's your plain potato mare badge. Thank you. Okay, goodbye, everyone. <laughs>